0: Listening to you're listening to Buddy Radio. We're striking across the globe. What time it is? It is noon Eastern Standard Time, which could only mean one thing. It is the Home Away Show. And today, Dr. Lala is over here representing, holding it down. I'm live in studio in Denbury, Connecticut. It is Sunday, April. Is it April 7th or 8th? 8th. It's the 8th. It's the 8th. And you hear a lovely voice in the background. Today, I have a a, a different co-host. My brother, Cooley, is behind the scenes today. I am joined by the wonderful Tracy. Tracy Fitness is how I'm going, like it's her last name. (laughs) Tracy Tracy.
1: T Fitness. Yeah, Tracy T
0: Fitness. How are you, Tracy?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: doing very well. we would like to welcome you to the show, um, the Home Away Show. So this is now your home as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And for our listeners who are tuning in, uh, we have a pretty cool show today. It's really just going to be a good dialogue. It's myself and Tracy holding it down for the next hour. Uh, and we'll be talking about a, vi- a wide variety of things. Obviously, we are mostly focused on diaspora. Uh, but my morning has been interesting. Tracy's kicked my butt this morning.
1: I know. Uh, we both kicked each other's butt. <laughs> so kind of you to
0: include me in there. I learned quite a bit, my sister. So welcome to the show, though. So just to give a little bit of a background on how Tracy and I met, we did a show about a month back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were just joking, saying, I'm in studio today, because last time I was on Skype.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And we
0: met. We we talked mm-hmm. over Skype. And yeah. this is what I love about networking, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I'm
0: sure you see a lot of that in your, in your industry. So as I say, fitness. Clearly, you do fitness. So give us a little bit of backdrop. As our listeners get to know you, who is Tracy and why is it that you go by Tracy T Fitness?
1: Yeah, so I started my Instagram um, about... Two and a half years ago when I was doing a prep for a show, mm-hmm. um, just because I wanted everyone to understand like the fitness world and just uh, bodybuilding and all that. So I started the Instagram and then I started realizing that, you know, my passion was fitness. So um, I wanted to get the information out. And the reason I started everything was because um, I mentioned this to you before, but I was a softball player and I wanted to be the best pitcher. So I, um, Love it. yeah, so I started going into the gym and I was scared to lift weights. I was intimidated. So I ended up hiring a personal trainer when I was 17 and he helped me during my Senior year of high school. And then from there, like I built a passion. I was like, okay, I can do this myself. So Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. So now you don't need a trainer anymore, right? So I was
1: like, I don't need a trainer. I can figure this out myself. So I figured it out. I loved it. And then I started going to the gym, to the weight area. Um, And then I noticed that, you know, I was. I really wanted to do this to another level. So I challenged myself and I started a prep for a bodybuilding show. I wanted to compete in figure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that and I was prepping for my show. And, um, you know, all of this actually links back to, um, as you know, I very briefly, I mentioned that I have rheumatoid arthritis. So that's a chronic illness where um, your joints are attacking your body rather than um, the immune system basically is... Not fighting off it instead of attacking like bacteria and all these Mm -hmm. things, it's attacking your joints. So I developed that when I was 15 and um, like I said, I was always an athlete, so when this happened, I that must have
0: been devastating, though. Yeah, like to, it was. To learn that at the age yeah. of fifteen, I can't imagine. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it was, and I was told I can't do things anymore, in that I was also on the form of deformation, which means I was in um, my my joints were deforming. I couldn't do anything anymore. So I can't imagine I was,
0: that looking at you and thinking <laughs> of you this morning. It, it it really I feel like there are folks who. Have no diagnosis of anything, and they would yeah. act like they they are dealing with what you're dealing with.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's age of 15. So
0: how I, got, I have to imagine 15 is a time where you're in high school, mm-hmm. you're getting to know yourself, popularity contest with friends. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that must have been crazy.
1: That was really hard. Um, when I was diagnosed, like I was actually on vacation with my parents, and I'm actually one of those people that tries to hold in my my pain and like Mm -hmm. I try to be tough and my mom caught me while I was on vacation she she caught me limping and crawling and it was really and I wanted to hide that because I thought something was just it was just wrong for a little bit and I'll be fine but then it kept going on and then um, it got to the point when I was on vacation um, they took me to the doctor and the doctor was like her joints are starting to deform we got to get her in treatment right right now and I was leaving in three weeks from ecuador so i was Which like i mean in three days not three weeks so they're like you got to extend your flight for her to get the treatment so i got the treatment wow. and it was an infusion so basically that means that there's um the medicine is going through an iv through mm-hmm. your vein um and they usually do it on your arm so i i did that and i got um Two of the bottles of the medication, and I was actually fine the next day. I was fine. Um, I just had recover. I just needed recovery time. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I had to see a rheumatologist for um, my, r- my rheumatoid arthritis um, when I got to Connecticut. So mm-hmm. I did that, and they continued me on treatment. And then I was, you know, on treatment. And there are good and bad days. Um, they're like every day, you feel the pain. But yeah. like, like you meant, like I mentioned before it's all mental mentality, like your, your it's mind. Mental toughness. Yeah. To it really like an ass time. Um, I never wanted to talk to anyone about it until like I turned 17 and I was doing a pre- 17, 18 years old. I was doing a prep for a bodybuilding show. And that's when I realized like all of this started honestly, because of my rheumatoid arthritis, like I really wanted to, wow. um, you know, it was also competitiveness. Like I said, to be a better <laughs> softball player. But, um, if you think about it, like I really just wanted to be strong, like, mentally and I just wanted to I knew that even though like I was told you can't do sports anymore you can't play um you gotta make sure you're resting all the time Stay at and home, i was play it safe yeah play it safe like you know you can't do this because you have rheumatoid arthritis and i t- was told by a doctor that like you have very a uh, short time span so live your life now that's crazy yeah like, so <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine.
0: And here we are on Sunday talking about something, you know, <laughs> and we have so much to talk about. But I appreciate you, number one, being, yeah. being you know, vulnerable, if you may, and sharing this this journey. But I can only imagine hearing those news and, and for you to flip it and tell yourself, I'm going to be tough. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell me I can't do it. Yes. There has to be something that burns inside of you now. Do you think you get that? i I think we get all of our gifts from my parents, right we we split it yeah, do you get that from your mom, your dad, who are you getting that toughness from?
1: Well, <laughs> I, I do like they're both very tough like they're like my motivation because they've been through so much, like actually, my mom is disabled too, mm. so she's and she's such a strong woman. Um, I wish I could be half the person she is because she Shout really out to the
0: moms yeah she's so moms. <laughs>
1: moms. she's so strong, but she's built like that mental toughness but sometimes like you said i'm being vulnerable right now yeah. um she's taught me not to do that she's taught me that i need to be tough and i can't show that i'm i'm in pain i can't show that i'm you know crying she's like you have to be tough and i think that's come from her culture too and um yeah ecuador yeah yeah, ecuador, so yeah. Ecuador, yeah. Man,
0: i've never been yeah. to ecuador i <laughs> uh, would love to go and now you were not born, so obviously we all know the the home away show is mostly as South Africans, all of us born in South Africa. But yours is a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. You you were not born, but your siblings were born over there. You were born in America.
1: Yeah, I actually was the only one born here. I have um, eight siblings, and they were all born in Ecuador. Eight
0: siblings. Your parents are tough, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like, there was no TV back then, <laughs> so they had to keep yeah. busy. <laughs> so.
0: You got a- I love it. You got, so to to for us to have more kids, man, we need to shut down all these social medias. Get back to the basics.
1: Yeah. So she, so I was the only one born here. Um, and basically, like she, she, she's built that toughness in all of us. Like she, That's my dad right. too. My dad is very strong, and like you said, we get it from our parents. And they're, you know, they've they've taught me values. Like they didn't go to school. Like they had to drop out when they were um. I believe when they were... In third grade, um, but they're able to show that work ethic gets you anywhere, like yeah, even you and can just be as
0: book smart as you want. If you don't have a solid work ethic,
1: yeah, yeah. And um, they they work hard, and you can see it. My mom, like she, even though she didn't go to school, she mm-hmm. still went to CNA classes. She took classes at high schools. She really, really hustled. Like she knows, like what hard work is, and she'll tell you right to your face. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's a <laughs> so. tough job.
0: Certified (laughs) nursing assistant I I took that um, I went through a layoff Right A years ago This was Mm -hmm. like 2009 2008 With the same company I'm with now uh, Unfortunately Had a layoff It was an interesting time In my life I'd never been let go Of a job before Yeah And they laid me off And I was like all right, what do I do um, I chose to go into the the the, um, the nursing industry, which I took my certified nursing assistant.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's a noble job, man. Yeah, uh, if they, you know, I wish they could take what they pay athletes and split some of that money to because <laughs> they take care of of our folks, the wisdom yeah. that we have,
1: uh-huh. and they don't get paid much. Yeah, that's they, true.
0: They, we need to invest more in that. But if you're just tuning in, I'm joined by Tracy here today. You're wondering where Cooley is? That's not Cooley with the different voice. <laughs> Definitely not. Or with long hair With long (laughs) hair and everything It's myself and Tracy Representing Ecuador Also over here in Connecticut Uh, We are the Home Away Show And we we really got a lot to talk about There's a lot happening in the news too Yeah um, That I want to touch on And you actually just spoke about something You spoke about education
1: Yeah
0: It's interesting You know, I feel like we're in a time where we have the kids standing up, right? Recently, we had mm-hmm. the, the shooting out in uh, in Florida, which was very unfortunate. Um, that sparked children getting out there and and fighting for the right to be actually safe at school. Mm-hmm. And now I saw this past week that our teachers were complaining that they're not being paid enough. Um, mm-hmm. As we talk about these jobs that don't have payment, right? So, You uh, are different. You've done something different than what your parents were able to do, which I'm pretty sure they're proud. Yeah. Um, You were you were telling me about this presentation. You are finalizing Mm -hmm. a few things. Mm -hmm. First of all, I don't know where you find the time between the working (laughs) out, motivating us on the social media platform, and then also educating yourself. What what are you doing in school right now?
1: So I am a public. Well, I go to Southern Connecticut State University. Um, That's in New Haven. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been going there since 2014. I'm graduating this semester. Yeah,
0: congratulations! That's Four years.
1: Um, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing that, and um, I also have a minor in nutrition because, like I told you, I, like you know, um, I love mm-hmm. fitness and health, so um, I decided to take on that. Um, I'm also in the honors college, so that means that um, only forty 40- smart. That's <laughs> <all I'm hearing. laughs> so it means um, when people, uh, I like to make sure people understand it because um, a lot of people in my school don't um they, they're like oh what's that but you know it's yeah. very it's very it's a it's a small group of students that get chosen out of their class um like there could be thousands of students and only 40 of us get chosen and you don't take the regular classes you kind of take just high classes so it's Excuse very um <laughs> me.
0: Excuse me, Mrs. All right.
1: yeah so it's um and i love it and i i think that it's challenge i wouldn't say that i love my university so much if it wasn't for this program Wow. Um, So and it's given me the opportunity to go to school and have school paid for and not have my parents because my parents grew up in poverty yeah. and we grew up in poverty. So it was very like helpful because I work hard for that. So that's why like it's to me, it's very important. Like sometimes I feel like cocky saying it or like <laughs> I feel but I'm like, you know what? Like I'm just you should be confident. You should be proud of I should be confident. Yeah, there's nothing so wrong with I like, that. try to like hold myself back sometimes. But I'm like, you know what? Like people need to know about it, you know. <laughs> Being
0: humble is good, but like, you know, too One of my mentors at work told me, he said, "You know what? I love that you you try to be humble. That's fantastic." But it's mm-hmm. like sometimes deep down inside, mm-hmm. walk around and just pound your chest a little bit, like, "Yeah, I'm the ish. I'm it, right?" Like, oh,
1: trust me, sometimes I
0: do. <laughs> Low I was, key. By I my- saw it this morning when you were doing. Yeah. Like, ah, okay. She knows she's getting that. <laughs> That is awesome, man. Yeah. So graduating, <laughs> yeah. finishing up, and mm-hmm. you were saying that you have kind of a presentation that you have to do coming up as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I mentioned the Honors College because um, in order to graduate from the Honors College, you need to do an honors thesis. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like a, a research project. I've been working on it for a year and a half. Um
0: a year and and
1: a half. yeah, and it
0: you and they cried about homework overnight. It's a year and a half.
1: Yeah, it's a year and a half. Like uh, you could just call it like a research project. But basically, like you find what your research question is. And I decided to do a two part research question, which is what are SESU college students eating during their school days, and is there an association between diet and GPA? So Ooh, yeah, is sick. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing that, and um. I've been, like I said, I, I did, so there's two parts to it. So I did my prospectus, which means my proposal. Mm-hmm. I'm showing my proposal, like what exactly I want to do and why I want to do it. And then the second part is actually finalizing everything, finding, getting the surveys done, um, getting the data collected. And right now I'm doing the statistics portion of it That's through amazing. SPSS, which is a software. Um, and I'm at that right now and I should be finalizing it by this week. And my first presentation is among graduate students on Tuesday. So, (laughs) yeah, so I should have like my practice kind of done there. And then um, within this week too, the 14th, I'll be doing an undergraduate conference um, where I present like a poster presentation of everything that I have collected. And then the 24th of April is I'm defending it in front of my committee to pass or fail. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm, I'm feeling like I need to hit some books right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to work out more or study more, one of the two. Nah, oh. <laughs> that, that's inspirational stuff, Thank man. That's you. pretty awesome, and and you know, you mentioned one of my favorite words. Well, somewhat, you fit it in. It's comfortable. We were talking earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things I used to tell my students is be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, oh, the moment you get too comfortable with something and feel like ah, oh, ease, then yeah. you stop growing, right? You're right. And,
1: and, I believe in that a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's something that it seems like you've definitely applied for yourself. Just continuous. Uh Let me be uncomfortable. Let me put myself in these tough situations. (laughs) I can only imagine coming up with that idea. Now, my burning question, which I don't know if is it a sneak preview or what, is there a correlation between diet and GPA? Because now I'm wondering, where do I stand?
1: According to literature, from what I found through my prospectus, like there is a correlation between a high protein and vegetable intake and increased um, neurological uh, functions in your brain. So, because of that, um, I do lean towards that. And just because of my bias, like I feel like if you eat healthier, you'll be healthier everywhere you like do, your brain, true. your body, that everything. Is true. So, um, but like I said I'm working on putting that all together and I should have it done by Monday um, and then put everything quickly <laughs> together for my presentation and then after that practice one I'll have like my official one on this upcoming Saturday so um, yeah and like you said getting uncomfortable this was very uncomfortable like for me to do like the research and just everything in general um, <laughs> yeah. but I put <laughs> I my even this too like this seeing is- it, this I've never Done this before, so you're, you're so natural. No, I'm. You're, not. you're natural, so
0: it's funny when, when we talked that day on Skype, right? We, we engaged the thing for roughly even about five minutes. I'm like, oh, we definitely got to get on. But that's Skype,
1: so I feel more comfortable now. I'm like actually doing it. So My <laughs> You know, she's doing a
0: great job over here. She's killing it. I think you're gonna be you're gonna have to be a, a frequent guest. It seems like <laughs> you kicked butt this morning, man. We to the workout this morning.
1: Yeah, uh, I was nervous. You definitely. <laughs> He did very well. You did, and I I mentioned like how I love working out with people that actually like working out, oh, yeah. you know, not people that just don't just do it and go through the motion and it's whatever. Just
0: to say, oh yeah, okay. oh yeah, I like that
1: a- guy a- at the gym today grunting.
0: Oh my gosh! Pet peeves, please if you're plugging in right now, throw something on our social media pages as well because we want to hear. Are you the type that's out there grunting? This dude was like.
1: <laughs> It was uncomfortable. And lifting five pounds. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was about five pounds and making it sound like he's doing a hundred. <laughs> and it's annoying. It's like, we get it. It's the look at me thing, right? mm-hmm. Like the look yeah. at me go. But I enjoyed it though, man. Meeting up with you, I was, I was super Thank nervous. Thank you. I was yeah. uncomfortable. I'm like, okay. Now, I was always a skinny dude, right? I was I was very slim. I was about buck 25 soaking wet all through high school. Mm-hmm. And we we actually, it's funny. You mentioned your brother early on. We were talking about kind of anybody in the family that yeah. motivated us. I had a bigger brother as well. He, pri- he passed away last year, unfortunately. But he always worked out. Like, mm-hmm. when we moved to America, he started hitting Gold's Gym. And this dude got jacked. Right. He also yeah. got locked up and did a little bit of time. So he got that real, oh. that, that jail lock up. Yeah. But, um... It's funny. We were busy partying at that time. We never really I never saw the vision. I'm always like, if I would have started with him back then, mm-hmm. I would have been somewhere else. But I'm glad I started, though. So your brother was somebody in the family who was into health.
1: Right. Yeah, he was. He he was um like your brother, like he was very big and um it he helped me through the process a little bit, but then he kind of fell off course. And I found that that was my passion. So I kept going. No. Um, and my sister, like we've, half of my family were athletes and the half of us kind of just work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. In other stuff.
1: <laughs> so my sister, Mercedes, you, you know, yes, her. Um, out to Mercedes, yes, if guests. you're listening, yes, Mercedes, thank you. Um, she's very like, she was also, um, she already naturally had like a nice, body and being an athlete so I actually was very um, jealous of her like Ooh. to be honest yeah Ooh, I used to be very je- jealous <laughs> ah. so um, you know and I used to actually now thinking back on it when I was little um, probably 13 or I don't know 14 um, she used to have abs at the age of like 17 or something <laughs> and I was like ew I was like that's gross girls don't have abs you know wait
0: uh, a yeah, yeah. So what you told me this morning what we were yeah. thinking about now you're on the other side
1: <laughs> so I was on the other side side and I used to think that that wasn't something girls should have. It's feminine enough. Yeah. Um, and then I later learned like as through, you know, as the experience I've gained, like that's, it's it's wrong. Like I you mentioned got earlier. You
0: got abs, <laughs> no, folks. I
1: wish I had abs. Uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> I, it's, it's a work in progress. That's
0: what I do love about working out. Yeah. I feel like it always gives you something mm-hmm. to focus on. Yeah. And I think we definitely tough toughest critics when it comes to, you know, what we think we need to focus on. You were talking about your shoulders. I'm like yeah, you got killer shoulders. Oh, thanks. You <laughs> And and it's one of those with, with you know for me it's legs uh, I'm trying to get those legs up I got them chicken legs I know everybody tells me You'll you skipped get it. leg day oh, all the funny jokes about legs I'll get there but I know I have something that I keep striving for and it's nothing great. like yeah. after that that. Solid workout, like I'll do legs and then I'll get home. I'm like, ooh, my calves feel a little different.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you feel sore the next day. Like, it's a good feeling because you know you worked hard if you feel that soreness. You know, you, you know? put
0: it you put yeah. in the work. So, we, we talk, it's, it's funny because we're talking about, we mentioned earlier that now you're on this side, mm-hmm. right? Did you find that as you go into, you know, every culture is different and, and certain cultures and may have men in a different position, women in a different position. Um, and then also just in general, family structure wise, do you find that when you started getting into this fitness thing, it probably was fun when it was your brother. But now it's like, wait a minute, Tracy, you want to do what your brother did and work out? Yeah. Is there a stigma? Like, do we find that that stigma is still out there that women should not be having six packs and whatnot.
1: Yeah, like um I um, mentioned to you like earlier that when I was when I'm at the gym sometimes like I'm not doing it to be like you know like hey I know what I'm doing but sometimes I approach people like try to help th- them. yeah try to help them and especially if they ask me questions like I like helping them and there's yeah. guys that let me help them girls that let me help them even me. girls side yeah. me up side <laughs> me up <laughs> and I think that's beautiful because it shows that like you really opened your mind to girls lifting now but then there's some guys that you go there and all of a sudden you're curling the same amount they are and then they the go pick day. up a different weight, you know? They start growing more like that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And actually, that reminds me, like, when I was in a relationship, like, my ex-boyfriend, he was a powerlifter, and he really didn't like, you know, the whole, not like, but he wasn't into the whole bodybuilding Mm -hmm. thing. So my um, biceps were bigger than his, and all of a sudden... (laughs) How dare you?
0: How dare you?
1: So I, you know, and I tried helping him out. Like, I didn't see that as, like, I'm competing against you, like... Like I wanted to help him out and we, we did we started lifting together and he's like now my biceps are bigger than yours and I was like don't compare I was like, like it was yeah it a competition. <laughs> yeah so I mean and you know and I um you know I saw that as like you know what like let's grow together and yeah. you know you just want to help people and just make sure that like people are not like the guys competing with the girls like we're all like together and I feel like as time goes on like people's mentality is changing which is good but you still encounter that I still, still encounter. Like a long way to go yeah I still encounter that like I still encounter guys being egotistical and like out there and you know like kind of like I'm better you can't tell me what to do sort of thing yeah can I be
0: honest I feel like <laughs> I experienced that even as a guy right because mm-hmm. you can tell so when somebody's been working out for a long time they've mm-hmm. got the form everything is cut yeah and then here you come The little guy was still trying to just get it right. And they just trying to intimidate you now. They mm-hmm. coming over and just do it. I'm like, dude, all this gym, you have to come work out right next to me.
1: Right next to you. Just right here. <laughs> like today. Like today,
0: right? <laughs> like, like literally all that space in the gym today. And yeah. he had to come right next to us mm-hmm. and just position himself. But yeah. if you're just tuning in, I'm here with Tracy. We're having a good conversation about health. We're talking about, um, just the upbringings and how our families actually influence a little bit of who we are, which is always a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, loving it. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and take a, a, a quick, uh, five over here. Uh, grab some water. Go ahead. You grab yourself some water. And as I said, uh, please go to, um, on Instagram. It's Umbani Radio. Uh, on Facebook, it is The Home Away Show. The Home Away Show and also Umbani Productions as well. We're gonna come right back after we pay these bills and continue on with Tracy.
1: Okay, great. What bill? bill? Your, <laughs> your membership. <laughs> Really? Oh my god. <laughs> you are
0: not and I'm saying you want <laughs> back. Please. Thank you. Tell us, <laughs> man and the
1: love that you the 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 Yes,